Happy New Year, my lovely listeners. I hope 2021 is treating you all well so far. We are kicking off the new year with a very exciting piece on a topic that I read about in one of my favorite and most recently explored books, Being Mortal. Being Mortal is written by Dr. Atul Gawande, who is a surgeon up in Boston, and he shares some great insight about conversations when it comes to talking about the end of life with his patients. And it really just had me wondering about how we reflect on periods in our lives, especially since we just transitioned into the new year. So I hope you'll gain some insight on how we tend to reflect on those periods and prepare for new ones. Without further ado, let's dive right in. most people, you might have dreaded all of 2020 and couldn't wait for the clock to strike midnight on the 31st. But if you're thinking practically, then you also know that things don't change overnight. Now, I don't mean to dwell on the past, as 2021 is definitely a sign of hope, light, and the good that's to come, but that by no means discredits the year we all needed, whether we wanted it or not, and whether we want to talk about it still or not. In his book, Being Mortal, Dr. Atul Gawande explores the conversations revolving around the end of life. As a surgeon, he has decades of experience with patients diagnosed with different conditions, many of which are terminal. Towards the end of the book, he introduced a concept that left me wondering how we reflect on things on a daily basis shapes our views of certain chapters of our lives. He talks about the remembering self and the experiencing self, and says, quote, people seemed to have two different selves, an experiencing self who endures every moment equally, and a remembering self who gives almost as much weight of judgment afterward to two single points in time, the worst moment and the last one. This also ties into the peak end rule, which explains how impressions of an event become our lasting memory of it. Regardless of where you are in life, I'm sure you can relate by the example of watching your favorite team winning the game throughout the first half, and then they might blow the lead at the end. Atlanta fans, I know you can definitely relate to this one. And I know a couple of you are really going to hate me for saying that. (laughs) Moving on, in psychology, there's two phenomena that can be parallels here. The first is the serial position effect, which refers to a learning task in which you have to memorize a list of words, numbers, colors, etc. The effect states that the position of the item in the list determines your likelihood of remembering it. Similarly, in the recency effect, we're more likely to remember items at the end of a list. With the patients in being mortal, Most of them reflected fondly on their chapters in life, but with extensive treatment and settling anxiety about their health, they also chose to refocus their energy towards enjoying the remaining days in the most joyful way possible. So with that information, how do you look back on the previous year? Perhaps you had a lovely holiday season and got to spend it with family, or maybe you lost someone last year and there was an empty seat at the table. Did the end of the year determine your overall attitude towards it? 
Or was it what you did and how you evolved in each month that helped you associate a feeling with 2020? Dr. Gawande's point also made me think about living in the moment. I remember back in undergrad, I'd overbook myself quite a bit and run from one meeting to the next class, from class to the gym, back to my apartment for a quick snack, and then rinse and repeat. But while doing so, I failed to live in the present because I was always thinking about my next to-do on the calendar. At the end of the day, not only was I exhausted, but I would look back on my commitments and see them as measures of productivity rather than the experiences I had with people while brainstorming, bringing ideas to life, and having meaningful conversations. And according to Dr. Gawande, the latter list is what each of those patients would have assumed to be more worthwhile in the long run bringing ideas to life, having meaningful conversations, and being surrounded by their loved ones. I caught myself back then, but more recently, the experiencing self is something I've been working actively towards creating in my own life, and I invite you to do the same. When you go to bed tonight, I want you to think about the events in your day. Do you find yourself dwelling on the one bummy experience that ruined your whole 24 hours, or do you find peace in the good throughout the majority? And if you need more clarity, let me leave you with this. If you had a million dollars and someone took away just a single dollar, how would you feel? As always, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I'm sending you all of my love, good wishes, and energy as we begin the new year. Just know that if you can get through 2020, you can get through anything. I believe in you. I'll see you very soon for another brand new episode and some very exciting content, both on social media and on the pod very, very soon. Have a great week.